Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Mike Shear with Movement Mortgage. JP here with Costello Real Estate and Investments. And this is episode two of the Bonfire Brothers podcast coming at you live from Jack's Corner Tap in beautiful Cornelius. This episode is sponsored by the delicious Hetty Pernicious. Yeah. <laughs> pernicious Wicked Weed. Just drink one and then go pick up your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but we're um, yeah, we're coming at you live. We're just kind of hanging, um, enjoying maybe a, a, a little bit of time out of the office, and yeah. I think we've got a pretty good. Uh, I think we've got a pretty good episode for you. You know, last week we introduced the podcast, we introduced the vision, really a little bit about who we are and the why behind um, kind of what we're putting this together. So, so we're just going to dive in, and, and JP and I were talking a little bit this week, and one thing that's becoming very real and very relevant to both of us um, is that our older daughters are going to be starting um, big kid elementary kindergarten here in in September. Halfway through. Yeah, so coincidentally, uh, today is 100 days of of school. JP, do you know anything about what the heck 100 days of school is? I have no idea. See, all these people posting pictures on uh, on social media with their kids dressed as like 100-year-old people i have no i have no idea what this is yeah melissa told me that maybe they dress up as famous novel characters i don't know maybe if you want after you're done after you're done listening to this want to hit us up and tell us what the heck it is could you name a famous like old novel character that's 100 years old i don't think i could no i couldn't harry potter maybe (laughs) harry potter's like so yeah (laughs) so in our so in our kids class Uh, they 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 instructed us to um have each kid bring in 100 items that fit into a gallon-sized bag. They didn't specify what, so we we brainstormed things like bottle caps, marshmallows, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, coins. And so what, yeah. what did you guys do? We put in 100 peppermint-flavored marshmallows. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Better in that bag than in anything that I'm cooking or making. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> We um we put a hundred <laughs> we put a hundred stickers on a cardboard looking flower and it barely fit into the. You were so crafty. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but I think the I, I I'm hoping that the gallon bag was more symbolic of the size that they wanted versus actually because the bag didn't seal. <laughs> but we almost made it seal. So yeah, a hundred days of uh a hundred days of school. Who knew? Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, so so kind of piggybacking off 100 days of school, you know, something that's becoming very relevant and very real for our kids, at least, you know, JP and I both have five-year-old girls, is um, kindergarten starting in September. And so, you know, what we wanted to just kind of have a quick conversation about was, like, how many dang school choices and decisions as a parent, and especially the first time you're going through this, like, my my mind was spinning with how many options there really were and what the right option is. And, and I don't know, have you didn't face a lot of that given your wife's current profession, right? Yeah, we knew going into it. So Sarah teaches fourth grade at Lake Norman Charter, um, which last year she taught at a public school. She taught at Cornelius Elementary and has been Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools public the, you know, her entire teaching career. So um, it's just up here at the lake specifically, there's a huge difference as to like, do you go public school or do you go charter school? But then you start going into South Charlotte and it's, do you go public school or do you go private school or do you go Montessori? There are just so many choices. Yeah. And 
to, uh, depending on the circles that you roll in, everybody's got an opinion. Right. Some opinions are warranted, some opinions are valued, and some opinions, a lot of opinions you don't really ask for, but you find out, right? So there's, you know, I remember, and, and I'll let JP chime in, but, you know, my wife and I are from upstate New York, and, um, you know, the, the, the city of Rochester had probably similarly to Charlotte, they had the, the Rochester City School District, was which a bunch of schools. We weren't in the in the direct city of Char- or in the in the direct city of Rochester, so I'm, I don't know exactly how that was made up. But every little subdivision and every little town m- maybe was just small enough where we had we had one elementary, we had one middle, we had one high school, and everybody knew everybody. And I darn near graduated with almost the same kids I went to kindergarten and first grade with, right? And so to come down here and to hear about, you know, especially the news and, and how much they put out there about, you know, kids in one neighborhood being bussed halfway across the city and and it seems like things get, get rezoned every couple of years. It was, um, I don't know, it was, it, was, uh, it was a lot to kind of process and it snuck up on us, frankly. Yeah. I, um, you have a big day coming up Thursday, right? I do, yeah. So, um... <laughs> So Lake Norman Charter, so we put in for three lotteries, right? And we originally weren't going to put in for any. You know, we kind of dug our heels in, and and we both said to ourselves, you know, we're Melissa and I are both public school um, graduates. It's all we know. We're comfortable with it. The schools, the the elementary, middle schools, especially in Huntersville, are very good. Um, and we just were like, hey, like, let's just, we're just going to send our kid to, to public school. But then you start soliciting opinions. You yeah. start talking about school and social circles. And you start wind up transparently feeling a lot of pressure. Sure. Yeah, it was a ton of pressure. And, um, you know, one of one of the decisions to apply for some, some charter school specifically was JP's wife, Sarah, who has been a teacher her whole life. She taught at a public school, a very good public school for a long time, and then took the job at, at Lake Norman Charter just this past year. And she, along with one or two other neighbors that I really trust, basically we kept coming up with the same list of three charter schools. Yes. As far as if, if, if you're going to apply, here's the three that um, we would recommend, and, and here's why. And it was Lake Norman Charter, it was Pine Lake Prep in Mooresville, and it was Community School of Davidson. Yeah, and those those are the three up here at the lake. You know, they're obviously better ones, not better ones, but just as good. Different downtown. ones, yeah. But each, each school specializes in their own regard, right? Um, lake Norman Charter specializes in collegiate preparation. Like that, mm-hmm. That's what they do. Um, so, but again, you can get to get. It, it's it's so hard because the public schools are just as good. Yeah. And. I mean, yes, Lake Norman Charter does some super cool stuff, and I would encourage. You know, they have these uh, these days where the high schoolers and the elementaries and the middles, they all go into one big area, and they do community service together. Like, you're not getting that at a Charlotte-Mecklenburg school. No, that's cool. But, I don't know. It it all boils down to the, the teachers. How much, as a parent, how much are you putting back into your child? How much are you helping? How, yeah. how involved are you? Yeah. I, and I even I even got some pretty good feedback because really the reason we're – the main reason we're applying is that in Huntersville, we're zoned currently in our neighborhood for a for an average to below average rated high school. So I think we're we're getting out in front of something that may never even happen, right. and is probably te- you know ten to ten years in the future. And it's funny that same high school, um, I've got a neighbor whose kids are are in this high school, 
and she told me, she goes, hey, I wanted my kids to go to that high school. I wanted them to um, be exposed to different cultures, be exposed to different types of people, you know, and, and not necessarily look for the easy way. And, and, and this particular high school has a lot of stigmas around it that I won't get into, but I really, I also really valued and appreciated her feedback because, you know, in my heart and, and so this is my, my five soon to be six year old. So I've got three kids, but this is the first endeavor into getting our kids into school outside of, outside of our daycare. I also firmly believe that much of the education and much of the teaching does start at home. Yeah. And it starts with the values that you instill, the discipline you instill, the love that you instill. But, but man, the thought of my 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 five year old getting on a bus terrifies me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, those stigmas too are also going to be the reason that several of these communities that just got rezoned and redistricted in Huntersville are going to see a lot of turnover this year because you're, this now this year marks the time where a lot of those families that were originally grandfathered into um, a Cornelius High School now aren't going to be able to go to that Cornelius High School. They're going to have to go to this high school that we're talking about. And families don't, I, unfortunately, although, you know, I wish more people were open like your neighbor is, like, hey, let's let's expose them to this. Yeah. Most, well, most families don't. Well, so it's funny to that, to that regard. So I, I live in a great neighborhood. One neighbor says, hey, I want my kids to go to that, to go to that high school and get exposed. Literally two doors down, I had another neighbor who we're friends with. They've got a senior transitioning into high school. They got rezoned over the summer, and they packed up and put their house on the market. Yeah. Right? And I also get that. To me, I'm a little more risk-averse. That that seems a little extreme to me, but, you know, the rezoning happened, and they go, hey, you know what? I'd rather move neighborhoods where my kid can finish their four years, finish their education in a school that we're comfortable with, with friends that they're comfortable with, teachers that they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, you know what? Like, wow, but I get it, yeah. right? And, and and I think the rezoning and the shuffling and Lake Norman Charters building a new school and there's plans in Huntersville to build a, a new high school here over the next couple of years. I think that that currently has and is going to continue to have a big impact in the real estate market oh for sure for sure um so if i'll tell you right now the neighborhoods if you live in winfield winfield creek winfield forest macaulay burkdale um all those neighborhoods are going to see some turnover this year just on people moving to stay in the high school in cornelius there's only two neighborhoods i think and if somebody wants to correct me they can but i believe there are only two neighborhoods three neighborhoods in huntersville that will actually feed to the cornelius high school Mm. um and that is uh Oh gosh, what's that? What's the tiny little neighbor? I just drew a blank. But I, so Northstone, Northstone's one of the commu- one of the neighborhoods that's yep. going to continue to feed to Cornelius. Okay. Um, and then right across the street, it's um, Monteith Place. Um, no, 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 no. Across from. It's right over Northstone. there near, near the Target. Um, the two neighborhoods near Target, the Hamptons. The Hamptons. The Hamptons yep. will feed there, and then the the little neighborhood across the street from the Hamptons. The oh my gosh, why can't I figure that out? It, I'll, anyway, it doesn't. I'll matter. look it up while doesn't we're matter. talking. You've got. Um, yeah, there's there's some some houses over there. So those are the only three you're saying. Those are uh, in my from all the buyers that I've helped look around that have that criteria of we're going to this school in Cornelius. If they're going to move in Huntersville or Northern Huntersville, so I speak, um, it, those are the only three that are you, districted. You talking that. about Caldwell Station? Nope. Caldwell Station nope, and those Cornelius. north. That is Cornelius. That's Cornelius. Yeah. Um, 
gosh, what is the name of that? It doesn't matter. But anyways, you're going to see a ton of turnover in these neighborhoods. And the thing is, don't look at it as a bad thing. Because for all of us with small children, you know, even five-year-old children, by the time our kid goes to high school, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a, uh, a high school built up and around our area that's going to be kind of our own private school. But the thing is, the one high school that everybody is so afraid to go up, go to is the one that everybody wanted to go to five years ago. Right. Like before – who cares? Yeah, before Huff yeah, yeah. was built, Hopewell was – that was That's it. that was the school. Right, 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 right. And the teachers haven't changed. So what mm-hmm. makes it just the people that are going there? Like, come on. Yeah. And, and again, you've got you've got folks on one side saying, "Oh, I'd never send my kids there." You've got others that are like, "I want my kids to go there." They have a they have an excellent collegiate prep program, you know, an AP, mm-hmm. um, an AP um, program. So I don't know, man. My head is spinning. My head's going to continue to spin because guess what? <laughs> If we get into any of these three schools, then we're going to have another decision to make. Do we go with our original gut and send our kids with most of their neighbors to the to the public school, or do we jump on the opportunity to put them in a in a charter school and and then guess what? Like, no offense, I don't know if I have time for bus lines. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Right. right? Uh, I mean, well, the Primrose bus line is already a bear. And the Primrose bus line <laughs> is a bear. They do a great job though. Uh, so, hey, we should. Um, we should have a draft party for the uh, for the Lake Norman Charter draft night on Thursday. That might be cool. So I actually just looked at my emails, and Lake Norman Charter is um, they are putting the draft live on YouTube. So I got a link that I could watch this draft, which I thought was kind of neat. That sounds like, like an excellent bonfire. Uh, sit, let's sit around a bonfire and let's wait for our number to get called. Done. That's what uh, I love that. And then Pine Lake Prep. Um, who I actually know some former teachers of Pine Lake Prep and some folks that go there that they absolutely adore that school. Um, I'd love to get in there. It's a little far geographically from us, but I, I think at this point, I think we're exploring all of our options and we're excited for it. And I'm also a little terrified for my, my little firstborn to grow up and see the world. And, and man, there's a, there's a lot of emotions that come with that. So, And I know the world doesn't revolve around money, Mike, but how nice is it going to be to have one child out of daycare oh yeah i just told somebody earlier i'm i've got the day on my calendar i'm getting a pay raise that day yeah i can't wait you know and and uh and we could maybe we'll have our own our whole a whole separate podcast (laughs) because i'll tell you what man the folks at primrose have been amazing amazing over the years and unfortunately it took us a daycare or two to find primrose and and again that whole process and the, the monetary implications of sending your kids to daycare right like on top of starting a business yeah and and and, and kind of going and, and doing our thing at movement mortgage which we've been very blessed to have a ton of resources and, and be under movements um umbrella but yeah so i really hope and trust and pray that the all the all the hard work we're doing in the kindergarten program at primrose is going to bear fruit um once eliza kind of steps into the real world so you know that that's really on my heart, and um, probably a lot of you listening that have four and five year olds are thinking the same way. So, um, luckily and thankfully, you know one of the big benefits of Sarah's move to teach fourth grade at Lake Norman um, Charter is that um, her kids do get yeah they get in right we get in we get in so we're there which but, is amazing right but again. For all you people who are wanting to get into these charter schools, if your kid doesn't get in there in kindergarten, most people keep their kid in elementary school. Once they're in that kindergarten for the rest of elementary, they try to get in middle. If you want a better chance at getting into these schools, 
Try again in first grade. Try again in second grade. Don't be afraid to pick your kid out of their elementary school, albeit maybe a great one. If you really want to get into one of these charter schools for the long haul, your best chances are going to be in your first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth yeah. grade years because that's when, you know. That's great advice because yeah. I, I, I probably would have fallen into that bucket. Yeah. Oh, she settled in kindergarten. Let's not bother, right? But I think that's good. And then once your, once your first kid gets in there, subsequently – your next Sib- siblings are in, right? First chance, yep. The, the first, as soon as there's an opening, your sibling's at the top of the list. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. So that, that's that's what the Shear household is going through. So by um, by the end of next week, we'll have a strategy about where our kid is going because all three, all three lotteries, Lake Norman Charter, Pine Lake Prep, Community School of Davidson, all three happen um, by the 25th. So, and then... I think it's neat and it's it's cool to think about how that impacts real estate too because in the real estate and mortgage industry that stuff matters, right? It does. What's going on in your community? What's rezoning? Where are the where are the schools are getting built? Where are the roads are getting widened? Um, all that matters. So, but so I I think that's that's really what we've got for you today. I think we'll sign off. These guys at Jacks are amazing. Um, and so I want you guys to come out if you live up in, in near Cornelius. Amazing salmon salad. Oh, yeah. Pernicious, Pernicious, on demand, all the time. So they have a bonsai chicken sandwich, too. Mm. I get it in a wrap. Oh, boy. Amazing. I might get one right now. Bonsai chicken wrap. Yeah. Get the tots, though. Okay. Ignore the diet. Get the tots. I'm playing basketball tonight, and I'm terrified. Oh, you're going to work that out. <laughs> get the tots. Double order of tots. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, great. Um, we hope everybody has a blessed week. Um, we really hope that um, that you took a little bit away from this, and and we'd love to engage with you. So please, as we share this on social media, as we share it through iTunes, through um, through the different social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, like please engage with us. Um, you know, one thing that maybe the thing that we're going to continue to keep um, consistent through this podcast is like. JP and I are just two regular dudes. We're just two dads trying to figure the hell out of life uh, and do it in a fun and engaging way. So um, please, if there's anything you want to talk to us about, if there's any any rants you want us to go on, um, we've got some ideas and we've got some plans as far as future content. But please engage with us. Please share it um, on all the different social media platforms as well. We're on iTunes and we're on Podbeam. And uh, we'll continue to get it out there and we'll continue to make this thing great. I've got something fun they can engage with us in. What song should our intro to Bonfire Brothers be? Because we're talking about music, we're talking about intros, we're talking about something fun. What would be a good song for us to put in this thing? That's amazing. We need a five to ten second walk-on song and an outro song as we, um, you know, as we kind of and transition as, in and out of the podcast. And as I drink this pernicious, I hear Enrique Iglesias playing in the background, and that is out. So no Enrique song. Okay. People. None. And Enrique is coming on after five, <laughs> um, five in a row print songs from the album Purple Rain, which was, uh, yeah, which was great. That'll put you in a good mood. Yeah. So, all right. Well, for JP, this is Mike signing off. I hope everybody has a great week, and uh, tune in next Tuesday. Love you. Take care, guys. Bye.